Okay, guys, welcome back to Navigating Motherhood. This is episode eight, and I have Gabby here with me. Gabby, say hey. We are going to talk about kind of like the necessities for afterbirth. So the things that helped us the most after we had our children. So I guess we'll just jump right in. One of the things that I loved the most was the Dermablast spray. Gabby, did you use that? I loved that. Uh, It was such a relief. I used that until I was healed. And then the ice packs that are also pads. Did you use the Frida Baby? Or is it Frida Baby? Or what is it? Frida Mama? Frida Mama? Oh, yeah. Frida Frida Mama. I never tore, so I didn't really use... I think I had, like, a first degree, but it was, in like, it was internal. And I didn't... I don't like anything wet feeling. So, like, I didn't like any ice or, like, the tucks or anything. I would just spray the dermaplast. And then um, I honestly had a whole box of the Mama Frida's things, and I never used them. I'm pretty sure we got those for you. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you did? No, you didn't. (laughs) Mom did, I think, maybe. Oh, okay. But I, I, I never had, I never tore. Yeah, so I, I didn't, I didn't tear either. I don't know. I think I. How long did you push with Rowan? Like an hour and thirty minutes. Okay, I pushed for two hours. Ugh. So I mean, they're right, right there. I just had so much soreness, like I, I my pelvic floor. So, but yeah. you just don't like the wet feeling. Did no. you bleed afterwards? Yes, I actually. Oh the doctor because i was concerned with the um bleeding okay like i just like the coolness of it because i was so freaking sore (laughs) that and then so did you not like the witch hazel pads either i used them when i so when i was in the hospital i looking back for the next baby, I'll be more prepared. <laughs> but the first one, you don't know what to pack. Yeah. I didn't pack the stuff that I should have, so I had to use the hospital stuff. But yeah. they did the thing where they stuck ice in a baby diaper. And they made mm-hmm. me use that. Yeah. And they made me use the witch hazel pads there, too. I wonder if that's what they did. They just gave me... I think they gave me, you know, the instant ice packs. Uh-huh. I think they just that's what they gave me. Maybe. Oh. I don't remember him sticking ice in the diaper. That's would be uncomfortable. It was. I hated it. And it just made me feel like I always peed myself. Weird. Then, yeah, I wouldn't blame you for not. You should have tried. You should try the ice pack because it doesn't get wet. It's just cold. Yeah, I will. You know how the instant ice packs just aren't wet? They're just cold. Oh, so does it make your underwear wet? No. Oh. No, yeah, they didn't use ice, like an ice, like a wet ice pack. And I'd wake up like soaking wet and I was like, I can't do this. And they like would come check me to make sure I had it in. That is so dumb. Yeah. Why do they do that to you? I don't know. <laughs> Torture. Okay. So heads up for moms that are about to give birth. If they're trying to give you just ice and a diaper, they, if they don't have anything better, just know that the... Freedom Mom pack ice packs. They're like pads too. So then, if you you don't have to wear the diaper, the ice pack, the pad. It's just the ice pack and pad together. You can use that, and then it does not get wet. It just is like a pad that's cool. It's wonderful. Use those. Don't don't do what don't do what I did. Yeah. What the heck? 
<laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to sue that hospital for that crap. I know. No, I'm just kidding. The witch hazel helped because I think it might help more if you have more of us tear with stitches, but we neither of us did tear. And so I think it helped though with like, it was almost like a paper cut tear, which almost yeah. like hurts like just as bad in a way. It just heals faster. That- the peri bottle too, which I yeah. offered against using. I didn't. I, I just don't like what <laughs> you didn't use. The- no, I started. I actually started to because it was like itchy, or I don't know. Like I shouldn't say itchy, but it was just like uncomfortable. So I would spray it with like warm water. Yeah, and it just feels good. It felt well, clean because right. you can't really scrub or wash yourself. No, especially but- if you have stitches. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awful. Yeah, the the Perry bottle was super helpful because you know what? I still use that to this day. Is that weird? Do you? No, that's no. good. I do too. What'd she say? I do too, Addison. I still use it too because you need to be clean and keep the Perry area clean. You know. Thank. You. That was Aunt Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie, Stephanie Holden for everybody. Um, yeah, it makes you clean. So like, if you're on your period, but then you just want to be clean, like it just helped. It's helpful. I've never, I mean, I still have it, but I I guess I can start using it. You don't have to, Gabby, only if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) I feel peer pressure. But that was, you know, it's super helpful. Oh, Gabby, I'm sure you're clean. Don't Don't worry about that. Um, Somebody (laughs) on Facebook mentioned the healing foam. So I wonder if. I heard I've heard about the foam and I wonder if it's like we'll have to look into it. But um I wonder if it's more like um has like herbs and stuff in the foam to help mm. heal the any tear or anything. Oh, depends. Did you wear any depends? I know you said you use it for the the ones you and your mom got me. You the that was the Freedom Mom ones, oh the great ones. Yeah, those were the best. I yeah. was at because you know the hospital ones are so like flimsy. Yeah, they tear and rip. The ones you guys got, like, I know this sounds bad, but even when I didn't need them, I was like, should I keep wearing these? Because they were just comfy, you know. Yeah, I like I loved them. They were the, the Freedom Mama ones. They're gray and they're just super stretchy, but like they just like can fit you perfectly. Yeah, and like you, they fit a big pad because you know you always had to wear a big pad, so like yeah. that was because it wasn't like i don't know and it's like the comfort it's like the protection of a depends but it's like a comfort of an underwear truth yes it's great it's yeah. great that was a good that was a good that's a good one i wore those for a long time <laughs> yeah at least two weeks I I like little because you bleed for so long it's like you don't really think about it and you're like okay I only bleed for a few days. No, you're freaking bleeding for like, I bled for like weeks. Really? Yeah, I did. Some people bleed up until six weeks. I did. I, I bled, yeah. I think, all the way till I was like six or seven weeks. And it finally stopped. And I was like, praise Jesus. Because you couldn't wear like any leggings or anything. Because like, those big yeah. pads. But... Oh, I think I bled for only... So I wasn't actually breastfeeding. I was just pumping. So, like, I just stopped bleeding at, like, after week two. 
Mm. But then I would have like a random bleed, like if I pushed myself too hard. Yeah, like lifting or yeah, like it would be like, oh gosh, there oh my gosh, because <laughs> you don't realize, like you know, like as a mom, like you have to rest, like you, you just went through a big trauma, like mm-hmm. you're not ready to hit the gym at after week two. No, so no. I'm ready no. to. The other thing too that I didn't think about is, I mean, even if you're not breastfeeding or pumping. Are pajamas that button up and pajamas that you don't have to wear pants with? Oh, like a like a nightgown, like a muumu, yeah, yeah, a muumu. Those were lifesavers. Yeah, I just wore giant t-shirts. I had one button up, but it didn't fit me because my boobs were ginormous. Oh, really? Yeah, like. Mom bought me one. It was so cute. And she bought me a large. And I was, at the time, before I, like, like pre-pregnancy, I was, like, a medium to small. More of a, like, yeah, medium to small. So, like, obviously, you don't go back to that when the baby pops out. But we didn't really take in consideration how, like, big your boobs get when your milk comes in, you know? Oh, my gosh, yeah. And so, like, I, it would button up, but it would be, like, open. You know how, like, you, like, stretch the button? And it's like, honey, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta go up a size. So I was like, I tried to wear them, and they were just too small. And then after that, I was like, I'm not gonna get another pair. I'm just gonna wear a t-shirt. But I do wish I would have had those soft, like, yeah, matching set. And I think that's also important to have, like, a matching lounge set just for your mental health. Yeah, it was nice. And, like, it was so easy, like, breastfeeding her you could just unbutton it and then button it back up you're not having to like oh let me you know rip this off and turn just easier right Right. i was gonna say what helped me with ellie for night feedings a lot was having a mini fridge to oh yeah that's a good idea mini, mini fridge in my downstairs so i could pump and then put the milk into the fridge so i wouldn't have to go all the way upstairs or to my kitchen I could just pump, bag it real quick, throw it in the fridge, or even not even bag it, just put the lids on the, the bottles and then lay back down. Because, like, you being timely on that pumping or that feeding is so important because it matters how much sleep you're going to get. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, that was super helpful. Well, because the kitchen was all the way upstairs when I, I was at mom's. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. It's a lot of stairs. Dude. Late at night. night after I had a baby, not happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. But that was helpful. And then also, I had a bassinet like in that, like a, it's like a bassinet that sits in the bed, like on the bed. It's small enough to sit on the bed, but it, it almost looks like a tiny crib. Yeah. Because it has like hard, a little harder metal around it. Like mm-hmm. it's soft, like she can't roll and hurt herself. Like it's not that hard. But it kind of gives her a sense of her own space. Mm -hmm. And I think that helped with, like, her transitioning into her crib. Yeah. Because she wasn't used to my soft, cozy bed Uh touching me, necessarily. She got her own space. So, I mean, to each their own. If you want to co-sleep, do it. I was not that mom. Yeah, I'm too... I can't with Rowan. 
you need your sleep and I was not going to sleep well. Now, if you're going to sleep better, then do what you need to to get sleep in those first month or whatever you need. Oh, this mom had mentioned on the Facebook um, post that um, was help. This was a helpful tool for after her second kid. Because with her first kid, she had a really hard time letting people know their expectations or her expectations. Mm-hmm. And so with her second kid, she said she was real. It was a lot easier to stand her ground on things she wanted and to say, I don't know. How do you how did you feel about your like setting your boundaries with people that are kind of come see Rowan? I mean, uh, I don't that was I'm never really good. I'm not a very controversial person. So like, you know that mm-hmm. I just like don't really say anything I kind of like let it happen but when I had Rowan my one pet peeve was people wearing shoes in the house just because of binkies fall blankets fall or um just anything so like that was one of my like big pet peeves and usually I'd be like oh my friends would come in or whoever and I'd say I I was afraid to say anything but once I had her I kind of started standing my ground with stuff and I would be like hey you know take shoes off or hey you know wash your hands and I've gotten more lenient with things now but in the beginning I was very like I wasn't afraid to tell people do this or don't do this which is important for yourself and your baby and your family and for real. I'm super like it just when they get older, they get a better immune system. They've been out in the world. They they yeah. are able to build their immune system. When they're a day or two old, they have yeah. like no immune system yet. Yeah. You know? And so like I mean, you always should wash your hands before you like touch a kid. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, especially in these cold months of RSV and Mm-hmm. That's going around. I only had I had three rules. Three, I didn't even call them rules because I was like, let's just not even go there. Let's just call them three. Oh, I don't know what I called them, but I know I didn't call them rules. I'll have to see if anyone else remembers. But I said, wash your hands before you hold her. Lay a blanket over your shirt if you're coming from like your job or something. Yeah, and then no kissing. Yeah. And some people still do, but um, why are you kissing someone else's baby? I don't know. And grabbing their hands like Rowan's a thumb sucker. Like that's another thing of mine. Like don't grab her fingers when you've been touching everything. Right. I mean, if you watch them pump their hands and then touch your fingers, then that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you said at church, people will be walking by touching hands and you're like, y'all, we know you're not like, clean right now. <laughs> did you did you just do that or? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's super overwhelming because not only you have all these hormones rushing in your body. I mean, for Girl. it's heightened for sure. Whenever you first have this child, it's just you get a whole change of hormones, and so it's really important for others to know that um what a mama's going through, you know. Yeah. And I don't think people realize. No. They just think that they go, they have this baby, they, the baby pops off, p- pops out, and they can just do whatever they want with this yeah, child. Like, and you have to take into consideration how this might make the mom feel. You have to remember, too, like, I don't, I don't know about you, but I mourned being pregnant, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I like, because you go, 
basically almost a year of your life pregnant. Like that's all you know. You don't know any different. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't have her inside me anymore. And then you're having to like watch other people hold her. And it's like, hold on, like this, I'm not ready for this yet. So that was super hard for me. Like I went through such a dark, dark time because I was just so like, you have to like, I don't know. Like I just mourned. I feel like I lost myself. Like you lose. Mm-hmm. No, like, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Or super hard for me. After a while I got okay. But for the first probably like month or two months, I just like mourned that whole like period. Yeah. It yeah. was really hard to be like, it was way easier to protect this baby when she was inside of me. Yeah. You know? Like I yeah. could protect her from everything. Like, you know, Yeah. And I was grateful. Yeah. And when she gets, when she comes out into this world, it's kind of like now you have to share, one, you have to share her with everybody. Two, Mm -hmm. like you lose, you lose control and that's hard. And then also like, I I didn't really, I guess I'm, I mourned that part as far as far as like being able to protect her better inside and like inside me as far as being pregnant like I don't know if I necessarily I didn't miss that until recently Mm -hmm. like I I always said I had a I was really fortunate I had a super great pregnancy and I am very fortunate and I really was like I could be pregnant all day long now maybe do the newborn stage again and I'm probably gonna try like yeah (laughs) Well, but, like, and the other thing too is like you go from everyone like, "Hey, how are you? How are you doing?" Blah blah blah, to like, "Let me see the baby." Yeah, yeah. So I think that too with like new moms, like you're not prepared. Like you go from like having these visits every like week to every two weeks, and they're checking on you and they're doing this to like, "Okay, we'll see you back in a month," and you literally just went through something so traumatic, life changing. Yeah. And it's like, you're kind of like the back burner. So I yeah. think that's hard too. Cause like some moms don't, they don't have a good support system. They don't have moms involved. They don't have friends. And it's hard to like, you're raising this baby. You're already depressed. You're going through so much. So like, that's, yeah. I think having a good, good support system is super, super important for when you have the baby. Absolutely. And for those of people, like for those people who don't have that support system, there are like things in place to help you with those kinds of things. And like, for example, like baby talk, that's a, it's a program here in Illinois. I don't, I'm, I don't know if it's all over. It might be, but it's a birth to three program where they have, they have play group once a week. And then like these ladies who are trained professionals, your house and they talk with you and they play with your child and developmental things and like honestly i love when miss amy comes because i have a human like an adult to talk to like you know yeah adult interaction and then that was the word i was looking for um and she shows me how to interact with my child you know Mm -hmm. and she gives me and she gives me support as far as like hey are you okay? Hey, do you need do you need wipes? Do you need diapers? How are you on food? 
Do you have everything you need? Like they check on you and all those things. So like, if you don't have a support system, there are programs out there. So I encourage moms to look for programs. Yeah, that's really Yeah. It's life-changing. I don't know how there's not more moms. Like there's a lot of moms I know at my age that are not in baby talk or, and they don't go. And I'm like, do they even know? Like, this is great. I love baby talk. Like it's, it's wonderful. And so, but it really works best to go to the play group. If you like are stay at home or part-time working mom is like, if you work full-time job anyway, we're getting off topic a little, but let's go back to when you said you kind of lose yourself and someone asks you, they ask you like, oh, how are you? And the first thing you say, oh, good, you know, so-and-so, Rowan, you know, she she took a bottle and, you know, she slept um, an extra hour than normal. You just start talking about babies. You don't talk about you. Yeah, that's I true. I find myself doing that now, even to this day. Yeah. And, like, they didn't ask how Ellie was. They asked how I was. And I talked about yeah, Ellie. She's doing that. And it's like, oh, well, as you're, like, drowning, like, It's because we can't come to terms with how we're actually feeling. And that's deep. Yeah, it is. But I think moms, too, shouldn't be afraid to act. Like, if you're literally drowning and you don't think that you can, like, carry on, don't be. Like, I, I was always afraid to, like, ask for help. And then I started thinking, like, heck, I can't do this. So, like, I, that's, like, one thing. Like, always ask for help. If it be your, like, Uh, parents or friends or... Anybody. Somebody. Sisters. Yeah, that's you. Like, this weekend, so I had the stomach flu this weekend. I didn't throw up, though. Yeah. I didn't throw up, though. So, praise God. But I was on the toilet all morning, okay? And I know this might be TMI, but you're welcome. Anyway, so I went to the bathroom, and I was like, oh, gosh. So I came back out and I laid on the couch and Ellie's eating breakfast, watching her show. And I was just like, okay, maybe it was one time thing. Maybe I'm done. Maybe I just, maybe it was my coffee creamer. I don't know. Who knows? And then it's like, like 30 minutes later, I was like, oh gosh. So I ran back to the bathroom and I came back and I called my mom. I was like, mom, I hate to do this to you, but I literally, I can't watch Ellie. I can't have her right now. Like, I'm so sick to my stomach. I'm going to throw up I'm gonna fall over and like I felt so guilty asking her to come pick her up um and I wasn't really worried about it spreading because Landon was just sick oh yeah like two days before that so I was like okay so they all are, are already like introduced to it so it wouldn't yeah. be my fault if they all get it but oh, I Landon literally had it. carry this child what Landon had it Landon had it poor guy poor guy I know yeah he, yeah, I'm not going to go in detail because these people don't know Landon as well, but <laughs> um, anyway, so I was, I felt so bad asking her to come help. I literally cried myself to sleep because well, one, I felt like crap and two, I felt guilty. Yeah. I mean, that's con- like, I do that. Like my mom was like, let me watch her. I'm like, no, it's okay. And like, part of me is like, yes, keep her, keep her tonight. You can keep her this weekend. You can keep her Sunday. But you feel guilty because it's like that's your job and it shouldn't be your mom or whoever to watch. Yeah. But it's – they like having them. Yeah. I'm always like, it's my granddaughter. And I was like, okay, well, 
You can keep her, keep her all day. <laughs> she can stay a night, too. No big deal. I packed her onesie and PJs. Just <laughs> What do you pack that for? Oh, you know, just in case she spills something on herself or you want to keep her all night, you know, you know, whatever. <laughs> What's nice, though, so, like, because your mom has Elijah and my mom has Landon still, it's like yeah. they're, still, they're stuck here. They're stuck around. They have to hang out with us because they don't have anything else to do, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, they're already taking care of their kids, so we might as well take care of our kids together. Yeah. Oh, I come over to my mom's all the time. I'm like, hey, what you doing? Coming over. I know. I check my mom's location. I'm like, hey, where are you going? How long are you going to be gone? <laughs> oh, a new appreciation for your mother happens. Like, we always loved our moms. We've always loved them to death. We've, But it's like a whole new level of love and appreciation yep. after we had your kid. Yeah. You know? Okay, let's look at what other comments that these ladies made on our post also thank you guys for commenting on our post and being so active in our group i love it let's see oh okay so maybe let's talk about the bonding with your baby real quick so they said it's really they thought it was really good to bond it obviously is good to bond with your baby but things that helped were like the skin to skin contact um skin to skin contact sorry Skin to skin contact. And then, I don't know, what else did you do to bond with Rowan? Um, I didn't really get to, I did the skin to skin when obviously she came out, but she spent two days in the NICU. So I didn't really do a lot of skin to skin yeah. in the beginning, but I think, I mean, I did breastfeed her, I guess. I don't know. I just. Yeah, that's skin to skin. Yeah, I just kind of, like, I know some moms always say, like, I never had the initial um, bond, I guess you could say. But I feel like with Rowan, it was such a traumatic birthing experience because, like, she legit almost died. So, like, I feel like that bond happened so fast with her and I because I was like, oh, my gosh, I literally almost just lost her. Yeah. So, it came pretty fast for me. I don't really think I had a lot of bonding techniques. Did you? You didn't need help bond you were already you were bonded yeah yeah great that's wonderful did you have any techniques so like i you know so like that initial reaction when the baby comes out and they place the baby on your chest and you're like in all the movies you're like oh my gosh i love my baby i love her so much it's like i didn't have that right away okay good and i hate that they make that such a reality and it's like Maybe because they want moms to, like, feel that way, and they get that, but at the same time, it's, like, it makes a lot of moms feel, like, like, am I bad? Am I wrong? Like, so, you know, they, we did skin to skin to start, and I breast, I, I mean, in the hospital, I breastfed her normal, which was super nice. Um, as far as, like, they, my mom, like, people would say, like, bond with your baby, like, just hold her and snuggle her, and it's, like, I'm gonna do that. But it's like, okay, it's like those first two, two, three weeks are such survival mode that, like, I don't even have time to think about how to bond with this child. I'm just trying to keep her alive. I'm trying to figure it out. So hopefully with my next child, whenever that will be, we will be able to kind of focus on more of a connection, more snuggles, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, like, so hard, too, because you literally just got done, like, using every ounce of your energy to push this child out and then they throw her on top of you and it's like you're still sitting there like 
death in the world. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I was so tired. They had pumped me with so much Benadryl that like I literally was falling asleep in between pushes. Uh That's the thing I'm thinking about is like, oh, let me, you know, bond and do like, I I was just. Maybe they're, they're talking about more when we get home with our baby. Which, home? in your case, yeah, when you get home, like, you you felt that connection because, you know, you almost lost her. And oh, so that yeah. would... Yeah. Home is, I guess, yeah, I guess home would be different. Like, rocking, singing, all that jazz, doing all the things. But I see, too, where you're coming from, where, like, survival mode. It would be really hard. Yeah. Now, Ellie didn't like to be rocked. She hated being rocked. Really? Yeah, dude, right? Like... That's the first thing you think. Oh, let's sue the baby. I'm going to rock her. No, she wanted to be bounced and she wanted to know that you're doing squats. Like, she wanted to feel the different levels. Really? Oh my gosh. Wow. Gabby, I was doing. (laughs) This is what I was doing with this baby going up and down and up and down. And I'm doing squats right now and I'm lifting her in the air and literally. That is crazy. Oh, she'd be screaming. Screaming. So things to help soothe your baby right away when they have bad colic, my child, gripe water. Yeah, she had colic terribly. I know that. Dude, I hated my life for the first five months of her life. Oh, I didn't even know that. It was terrible. At the end of the five months, it started to get better. When she turned five months old, it's kind of like the colic kind of like almost like disappeared, which... I mean, it makes sense. Like they, they're they're growing, you know. So I was a bad cousin. I didn't even call or check on you. Oh, you called me. We chit chatted. I know, but I should have been better. That's but another I thing. You, I was like, too busy with mine. If you don't have like a baby, you really don't understand how it is to like be a mom. So that's important too. Like to always check in on your yeah. mom, especially new ones that are like underwater. If you don't, yeah, it's like, so if you are feel kind of uncomfortable or you like, you're like, my friend's just different. Like, you know, we can't do all the same things that we used to do together. We'll make up new things to do with yeah. her. If you guys hung out every Tuesday night going to karaoke instead of going out, you go over to her house, you bring her cookies and a glass of wine and you help her with, put her baby to sleep. Yeah, that's so true. And you hang out with her afterwards. You know, like you just, in order to keep your friendships alive, you just change the way you hang you out. Yeah, that's true. You just grow together. Yeah. I mean, me and Carlin, when, like, I mean, I'm sure you see it with Abby, too. Like, when they're home, like, Carlin's over here, and she's giving Ellie a bath, and she's bringing her in and lathering up her lotion, getting her PJs on. You know, she's reading her books, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I feel bad that she's doing this, but during why she's doing that, I'm making dinner. Or yeah, you know, I'm picking up, cleaning a few things, because when I, she's... If I can't be cleaning this, if I'm doing her diaper, you know, it's like, it's almost like you doubled yourself when you have yeah. good friends that come over and just help or just even hang out. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. So if you don't know what to do with a new mom, one, bring her a meal, meal trains, meals. Yeah. That's so helpful because not thinking about what I have to make for dinner is super helpful. And then that's- also saving money on eating out, like, because you don't want to, order food every night because it's like plus that's not good for you yeah and you're, you need to heal your gut after you have a baby anyway so anyway so bring meals you know come over and like don't ask to hold the baby right away you know yeah. like just 
just come over just to talk to the mom. Yeah. And then when she's ready, she'll give you the baby. Yeah. Ask, like, what can I do? Can I vacuum? Can I do this? Or can I hold laundry? You know, don't just come over. Give me the baby. Right. Always not. Maybe what you do a few chores. Yeah. Anyway. Um, let's see. Other helpful things. Oh, when I was saying the gripe water helped Ellie with her colic, which is like, it's just a water that has herbs in it that's supposed to soothe the stomach. Because mm-hmm. colic is like the reflux is like the, your stomach is just like angry, pretty much. The gripe water helped her. Another thing to help put her to sleep when she couldn't control herself was I lay a towel on top of the dryer. And then I laid her on top of the towel. And so she felt the warm of the dryer moving mm. and then the vibration of the dryer. So she fell yeah. asleep. That's nice. So then, yeah. I mean, she wouldn't, it wouldn't last super long, but it was long enough for me to take a breath, you know? Yeah. And so that was really nice. Um, other things. I tried baby wearing. She didn't want to be, Ellie doesn't want to be like, cuddled she'll cuddle you when she wants but like you can't cuddle her back really like she'll sit with me on the couch next to me but if i like and sometimes she'll sit with my arm but if i like go to put my hand on her face or her cheek to like rub her cheek she's like she like she's so me through and through like i want to cuddle you but i don't want you cuddling me does that make sense yeah Yeah. (laughs) so you have to learn your baby and what your baby needs that will be helpful yeah. So hopefully that book, the um Yeah, I need to order it. Yeah, the five love languages for children, that will help you learn your child. I know for a fact Ellie is not physical touch. I don't know what she is, but she's sure as hell not physical touch. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. We are late night and our babies are asleep, so we wanna get to bed. Um, thank you guys for joining. Go ahead and keep commenting on our posts. We really, really enjoy that. And it always gives us good topics to talk about. And we want to know what you guys want to hear too. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone.